SQR Podcast, Sport Rosenberg Radio, get ready to rock it with my girl Leandro, the confidence, fitness coach rocking in. Yo, it's going to be a phenomenal podcast tonight, we're kicking back, we're going to get your life right tonight, ladies and gentlemen, Leandro is here, fitness coach, get you right mentally, physically, and trust me, her class is beast mode, right? Right. Yo, Definitely. tell them where they can find you real quick before we talk out. Definitely find me on FridayMovement.com and Instagram, Facebook, everything at Nandi Lee. Yeah. SQR Podcast. Fitness coach Leandra. We're going to take a quick break, come back, and get into her story. Stay tuned. SQR Podcast. Score Rosenberg Radio cracking in. Classic old school in the background. And tonight we got my, my very good friend. Fitness co- coach Leandra in the house. What's up? Thank you so much for being here. Absolutely, my pleasure. It's going to be a treat tonight, ladies and gentlemen. However, you know the routine I go through as I begin the show. I want to take this moment and give a big shout out to the crew. Big shout out to Manny. Thank you so much for being here on the camera. Big shout out to Lou, my boy holding down camera number two. And of course, my boy Charles overseeing that everything is muy bueno. Thank you guys so much for being here. It's nothing without the entire crew because what you see in here is a collaborative effort right. at SQR Podcast. So guys, I want to give you a big shout out for being here. I know you brought some friends with you. I did. I did. I did. Some started as clients, but now they're like my closest friends. You know, yeah. let's just give them the big warm welcome. Thank you guys for yeah. being here, holding us down in the audience. <laughs> I really appreciate you guys for coming out. And tonight, as we get ready to crack in, the entree is here tonight. Mm. The main <laughs> course Ladies and gentlemen, fitness coach, Leandra, thank you so much for walking in and, and blessing us. As a matter of fact, thank you for running in and blessing us. <laughs> you putting Lou some, to some work with the camera, but thank you so much for coming in. Great entry. It's, 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 I've been looking forward to this. Me too, definitely. And it's a pleasure to sit here now and be able to dissect your life. Yeah. And, you know, we're talking about our life in terms of a very short journey because you're still so young, yeah. but your impact has been so great. Thank you. Let's dig into this. And before I do that, could you just once again reiterate where people can find you and how they can get in touch with you? Uh, so you can find me on any social media platform at Nandi Lee, uh, N-A-N-D-Y. Um, and then you can also find me on FighterMovement.com. FighterMovement. FighterMovement.com. In Jamaica, we say Fighter Movement, fighter. but don't disrespect the A to <laughs> E-R, all right? It's your podcast. Score Rosenberg here rocking in. Leandra, fitness coach. Yeah. Rebuilding people from the inner all the way to the exterior. Yeah. What inspired that? Uh, I think it was with my own journey with myself and definitely the people that I was raised with. Um, seeing them go through their own journeys made me realize that there's uh, so many patterns. Uh, I just kind of tapped into it and then I went to school for it and I kind of realized dang, there's a, there's a skill here. Like there's so much happening that people don't really tap into so let me go into that a little bit more and i started studying and so many stuff so yeah i love it absolutely love it. so here's what we do with all that so many stuff that's what the, that's the bag we want to go into <laughs> okay. here on the podcast that's so many stuff and the reason why we do that is because by dissecting your journey yeah there's another young lady who's listening right now mm-hmm. or watching this and go wow if she did that i can do that yeah. so let's digress and become macro 
You said the people you grew up around with. What's the family makeup like? How did you grow up? What was the how many brothers, sisters, mom and dad? <laughs> What's that scenario like? Mom, dad, and two other sisters. I'm the second daughter, so four girls. What? Yeah, four <laughs> girls. It's very intense. I can tell you that. Yeah. Um, of course, you have guy cousins, but there's nothing like growing up with just females. It's intense. I'm sure your dad would have a very unique perspective Lost on all that. his hair. All gone. <laughs> <laughs> four girls, mm -hmm. and you are the second. I'm the second. What is it? So, during that time period of growing up, mm -hmm. um, what was your personality like at that time? Ooh, I was the aggressive sister. Wow. Yeah, I was always the aggressive sister. Um, I'm also the loving and very to myself. So, I'll give, 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 play, 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 play. Yeah. But around certain people, I'm very reserved. But uh, just aggressive. Like, I love. I was always getting cuts and bruises because I was the one climbing the monkey bar. So you're like the tomboy of the crew. Definitely. I was the boy. I was the one that helped shovel. I was, I was the boy. Wow. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> big, big. So we all, in that whole dynamic, you know, mom, dad, mm -hmm. three sisters, yourself. Yeah. Everybody knew you had a tough one. Yeah, definitely. The fighter. <laughs> Going through mid, um, elementary, middle school, before you get into high school, mm -hmm. did you carry that same attitude? I think so, uh, because we did have, like I said, a lot of guy cousins, male cousins. Um, so I was always the one that would like to play play rough and anything. Like I was just ready to go. Didn't matter what it was. You right. wanna, you wanna explore the woods? Let's go. <laughs> like you wanna do push-ups? I could do more than you. Like oh, that's, that's the big. kind of girl I was. Oh, yeah, nice. I could do more pull-ups than all the guys in my class. I mean, now I'm not as competitive, but. Then, yeah, I definitely took that everywhere you, I went. You know what? I want to take this moment to do a couple of things. One is I kind of went ahead of myself, mm -hmm. but I'm glad I waited for this moment to do this, what I'm about to do now. Okay. We're about to toast mm. to that girl power that you tapped yes. into at that age. Definitely. Because that's huge. So do me a favor. Yeah. Reach over to that beautiful Heineken refrigerator. Okay. We have some non-alcoholic beers that just came up from Heineken's that are phenomenal. 0. 0.00. I need a I need a refill off the real Heineken, so grab me that. All right, I'm gonna whip out my handy, and I come prepared like Inspector Gadget here. <laughs> I got my Heineken opener, so I'm gonna pop this open. Right, I'm gonna pop open. Let me just get rid of this one real quick. And this is the best beer ever made. No, you don't slam Heineken. You just um, it's like a champagne of beers. <laughs> All right, so let me open your non-alcoholic beer right here. Thank you. And we're gonna take this moment. Now, let's not rush this because this is special. I want to toast to the inert girl power that you harnessed growing up. Boom. That's actually really good. I know it is. That's really, really good. Escura Podcast. Yeah. Leandra having the first sip of the non-alcoholic beer that's premiered from Heineken. Guys, change your life. Watch oh. carefully. Let's dig that's into shocking. this. Yeah, it's good, right? It's toast really again. Good. Heineken. Number one sponsor for the SQR podcast. That's the ASR right here for you. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we're kicking back with Leandro. And we're going through this journey. And sitting, to, sitting across from you now, I am not getting the energy of somebody who went from zero to 100 real quick. Mm. But it looked like you probably learned how to turn that down as you get a little <laughs> bit older. So let's get to that yeah. journey. So going through high school, you're still a tomboy. You're still, mm. you know... Was there anything, if you can look back retrospectively okay. on those years, that you said, hmm, 
that is why I'm now doing what I'm doing. Mm. Was it a mom, a dad? Was it somebody that initiated that? I think it's more so a collection of experiences because my main focus in high school was track, literally. That was it. I was just focused on track. Um, and it wasn't until college, really, that those collections of experiences really started to catch up with me. So my experiences with my mom where, you know, she was going through her own things and she was kind of teaching me as I was getting older, like, hey, don't do this. You should do this. And me actually understanding why um, as a young adult is completely different. My focus was just on track in high school. That's it. So on the podcast, when you say something profound, we call it dropping a jewel. Ooh. And I let you finish that thought because you drop a jewel right there, but I'm the jewel catcher. Okay. And here's what you said that was so fascinating. You said it was a collection of experiences mm -hmm. that has honed you to where you are right now, which means if you're lacking in those experiences, you're cheating yourself. Definitely. SQR Podcast. It's a double whammy jewel right now. Mm -hmm. We're going to take a quick break, come back, pick up from high school into college, and why Leandra and how fighter movement came to be a reality. SQR Podcast, Core Rosenberg Radio. Leandra, one. SQR Podcast, Core Rosenberg, you're kicking back. Leandra, fascinating journey from being the tomboy and the crew growing up and still having that, that confidence, actually. Which is an oxymoron comparing that you were saying that you were the tomboy, but then you were reserved. Mm. You know, you would be quick to, to blow up, get to, from zero to 100, mm -hmm. but reserved. So I, I don't understand that balance. And it sounds like you probably consciously or subconsciously picked up some things as a kid growing up. Definitely. So let's just build on that. Because somebody once told me, and I guess on the show mentioned that, as kids, whether we like it or not, we are sponges from our parents. Mm -hmm. So now that you can look back, where do you think you honed that personality? Mm, I think definitely my parents, uh, for sure. I think one of the biggest things that I learned about uh, just being comfortable in your own journey is just standing it. You don't really have a choice. I think, like you said, kids are sponges, and I really just watching them go through their own things mm -hmm. and trying to uh, keep kids in a kid's place. <laughs> Uh, not expose us to too much. I think I definitely learned how to stand in my own truth and be comfortable in it because there's no other way to get through it unless you do. What was the nationality of mom and dad? Ooh, mommy is Trini, Trinidadian. Okay. And dad is Jamaican. What? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, I can only imagine the Sunday dinners. Oh, my goodness. You have no idea. My mom is called Four Meat. Four meats. Four meats. You had everything under the sun on the table every Sunday. And everybody and their whole family used to come every Sunday. Wow. Yep. Yeah, it sounds like based on the way you're expressing it and a smile on your face, it sounds like that was a great time yeah. for you. Like you look forward to that. Definitely. Definitely. What was was mom and dad um, religiously going to church on a Sunday? We would go to church on Sunday, and then we would come home, everybody will dial down, and then all the families will come. My mom would only cook because nobody could cook like my mom, if you know my mom. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. Nobody could cook like my mom. So she was, doesn't have any recipes. She's like, oh, just put a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But yeah, yep. Wow. Every Sunday. It's, it's amazing because, you know, when we get to, like, you know, young adults or adults, right. we're, we're able to appreciate some of the things we hated growing up mm, as kids. Definitely. You know, so it's, it's, it's a pleasure to sit here across from you and hear the passion in your voice. Why don't we take this moment and big up mom and dad right now? Why don't yeah, we just look at the main cameras? Big and, up, mommy. Yeah, thank you so much for the, um, the, the Sunday meals. Yes, and, the Sunday meals, the home-cooked foods that I missed at college. 
all the fun, great times. Yes, mom and dad. Big For up. everything, big up. Digging into this, into high school, mm-hmm. what was that transition like? Ooh, transition from like middle school into high school. Yeah. Ooh, that was a tough one because we moved in the middle of all of that. So, uh, and I think too, because I was a kid, um, I didn't understand why we moved. And it was like the last year of my middle school year. All the friends. So, you know, all my friends, I had all different friends. And then high school, I went to an all girls school. And like I said, I was the tomboy, the track girl. So it didn't make any sense to me. Uh, it was a completely different, completely different culture from what I was raised in. Um, so I, it took a what lot of What was so adjusting. different about it? It was mostly, it was girls who looked absolutely nothing like me. And it was all girls. And I was, of Slow that down, slow that down. Yeah. Let's just, let's just get granular here. Okay. Girls that look nothing like you. Mm-hmm. Are you talking about all white? Mostly white girls, white and Asian. Yep. I was like one of, we had like a black girl table. Yep. It, we were at the back of the cafeteria, like the back of the bus. But it was, it was kind of like our choice. It wasn't like anybody pushed us back there. It just kind of happened that way. Right. I mean. Whatever, but no, 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 no. Let's not, let's, let's not. We, we never go, we never mull over or whatever anything in this podcast because into whatever okay. is where the magic is. Mm, that's so true. You know, Definitely. so I, I want because now that you're sharing this and we're getting to the point where we're in high school, mm-hmm. and this is where a lot of personalities are formed yeah. for young women and men. Yeah. You are the four or five black women in this mm-hmm. all-girls school. Yep. By choice, you're in, you've chosen the back of the cafeteria to do your thing. Right. Looking back, is there anything about that process, the accepting, the not accepting, the ostracization, anything about that that you can look back now and say, hey, hmm, I hated that or that made me stronger? Mm, I think being comfortable enough to not want to sit anywhere but with people who look like me and be comfortable sitting wherever I felt comfortable because I was always comfortable sitting by myself anyway. Um, I think that made me stronger. I don't think it made me anything but stronger. I definitely recognized that I could stand in my own skin mm-hmm. and I knew they were afraid of me. I didn't care that they were afraid of me. I didn't know why they were afraid of me. I know I come <laughs> off aggressive, but I, I could see why they would be afraid of me maybe. But yeah. yeah. I was gonna be strong regardless. Couldn't change that. I um I actually in in basketball I'm not exactly the sports guy. I'm gonna be I'm gonna admit that straight <laughs> off the bat. So I think it's a alley oop where we throw it up and you slam, slam dunk, dunk it. That's why I asked you that question because mm-hmm. I sensed that from you, and I wanted to get just that that at the end of the day you were comfortable in your own skin, mm-hmm. regardless of who's around you. Right. Which meant you could assimilate to the crowd mm-hmm. or be by yourself if you wanted to. Yep. Tell me about one tough experience through high school that mm-hmm. shook you to the core. Maybe it was a cultural thing, a racial thing. Maybe it was a misunderstanding from a teacher or a student. Is, was there one thing that you could remember in high school that, you may, that made you go, hmm, I'm going to be better because of that? Mm, I think we took a lot of trips in, in track, definitely. Uh, so I was always on the road or on flights or whatever. Well, on flights with these girls. And there was one trip. I think we were in Florida. And these girls were like oh you guys take too many showers we're like what they're like we only wash our hair and take showers like you guys don't even wash your hair so why are you taking a shower so here was the disconnect they wash their hair or they take showers to wash their hair and we took showers because we needed to stay clean yeah um so ultimately it was a conversation the conversation turned into oh you are dirty 
um, and it, it came became a race thing. Like you don't take showers enough as a white girl, or oh, okay. you take too many showers as a black girl. Uh, you don't wash your hair enough as a black girl. It just didn't make sense. It was way too much. It just became this whole racial conversation. How was and it, it resolved? It wasn't resolved. And this is the point that makes more sense is that I recognize, okay, you can have two different opinions and stand true and stay in your own skin. Like I know that I take showers because I need to stay clean. If you only want to take showers because you feel like it's time to wash your hair, that's your business. But my hair is clean. My body is clean. I'm not going to feel dirty. I'm not going to feel like you're smarter than me or the mm. way that they were speaking to us was like they were talking down to us and we're all the same age it's like who taught you this who taught mm. you that we're dirty who taught you that we're less than just in a conversation about taking a shower i want to take a shower yeah i'm going to take a shower wow yeah so. it's powerful thank you for sharing that no i really enjoy that and what's so funny at the end of the day racism is taught mm. You know, it's not something that's in your DNA, so mm -hmm. obviously it's passed on. However, can I bother you and ask you this question? People don't know what they don't know. Mm -hmm. So sometimes that difference is because they genuinely don't know. Mm -hmm. And so goes the same on our part, mm -hmm. you know? So as you finish navigating these waters, you, and I'm, I'm impressed that you went to a, a all-girls school. What was that dynamics like with no boys in that? <laughs> what was what was that like? I took, I'm a rough girl, so it was a completely, I want to say life changing, and I know it sounds dramatic, but yeah. it was life changing for me because I genuinely don't usually get along with girls. Yeah, because I'm I'm naturally tough, and the girls they just weren't connecting with me the way that I would have if I went to like hang out with my <clears throat> guy friends. Gotcha. Um, so yeah, it was. It was just different. It was really hard for me to kind of adjust to. I don't think I actually ever adjusted. I really just focused everything into track. I didn't really make that many friends, to be honest, in high school. <laughs> you stayed in your lane. I made one friend in high school, maybe two. Yeah, wow. That was it. It's your podcast called Rosenberg. We are being so meticulous in this journey because when we get to the end of this meal and we're having the dessert, which is her workout site, you're going to mm -hmm. understand how all these obstacles, all these curveballs that she's experienced i've done nothing but made her stronger faster better and i can see where <laughs> you're a beast in in the gym and what you do when it comes to the personal training yeah. so we're going to take a quick break come back i want to pick up into college mm -hmm. meeting any guys boyfriends the discipline there and personal training ask right. your podcast my guest here <laughs> your fitness coach leandra stay tuned one SQR Podcast, Score Rosenberg, kicking back with my guest here, fitness coach Leandro. We've been taking this scenic route, you know, through your, your life, you know, picking up everything from growing up in that house, in your household, going through high school, interesting bits and pieces through high school. Mm -hmm. I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. Now we transition into college and into what you're doing now. What was college like? First of all, I didn't even want to go to college. I absolutely did not want to go to college. I just wanted to work build a business and live happily ever after. That was what was idea. the business you wanted to build? I didn't even know. I just knew I didn't want to work for anybody. I just knew. Like that? Yeah. I like that. I wanted to work and start a business. Can I didn't we care toast, what it was. Can we lift up our, her green bottles here yes. and toast to that? Go in. I like that foresight. I love this so much. Um, yeah. Uh, so I didn't want to go to college. And then 
Uh, my mom definitely made it non-negotiable. So okay. she got a job at a college. So I would go to college for free. I was doing everything not to go to school. I that took sounds that like such once. a Caribbean mom. It's not yes, even funny. Yes. I'm a villa school. So I'm gonna go on a, yeah. That yeah, was my mom. So uh, I ended up going to St. Peter's University. Uh, I was going for free. And then um, it got to the point where I got a scholarship anyway. So And I actually enjoyed going to college. So mm. I'm actually... Salute mom for pushing yeah, you, huh? definitely. Um, what was the major? Uh, health sciences. Yeah. So I learned everything. Originally, it started as math, to be 100% honest. Uh, I was great at math until I got a D, and I was not happy with that. <laughs> and what's funny is the the C was the highest in the class, so I wasn't even upset. I just knew math wasn't for me at wow, that point. Wow, wow, wow. Um, yeah, so I, I went into health sciences, and everything changed for me. The Everything. passion came out. Everything changed. Because it, it made sense because if you were from a track background in high school, mm-hmm. I know they're very, you know, anal when it comes to health and awareness, mm-hmm. especially you're a high performer, which you were. Yep. So transitioning to that is just Yeah. So now you're natural. doing now your your major is health science. Mm-hmm. You're finding your passion. Yeah. Was anybody in your family just because I'm trying to think back, you know, in terms of like a doctor or a nurse or into fitness or. No. You went rogue. Yeah. And nobody. Like, um, I think my grandmother died of diabetes. Um, just everybody was completely unhealthy. I mean, my dad started to get um, to health a little bit more um, around that time. But for the most part, nobody. I had no influences whatsoever. And of course, the traditional meal, which was a lot of heavy carbs yes. and meats. and Nobody was into the health lifestyle at all. It was kalaloo and jerk chicken and yep, macaroni yeah, pie. Easy, 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 yes. easy. I'm Jamaican. I'm I'm, home. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm <laughs> curse my kalaloo and my jerk chicken. <laughs> you know, no, but I understand it has to be a balance there. Yeah. So now that you've mastered, you're in college and you're fine-tuning your academics and you're finding your lane, mm-hmm. was it interesting or difficult or accepted when you brought that knowledge back to the family uh at first they rejected it a little bit they loved that i was so passionate about it but making it a part of their lives was the most difficult thing i ever had to do and i think that's another reason why i was like no i have to do this i have to be a trainer that was like the number one thing that eventually pushed me to do it um but at first my family was like very 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 hesitant and very rejected rejecting um a lot of the things that i was trying to incorporate into our lifestyle um but eventually as my dad started to get more into health my mom kind of literally like i did not like working there because it was too 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 competitive and it wasn't even something that i loved that's i remember i told you from early on i knew i wanted to start my own business yes so working for somebody else was literally just making me sick um i like that yeah literally um so i started serving was making quick money. It was very easy. It became the first time I ever had one job. Uh, well, you are from a Jamaican background, and we usually have plenty so we jobs. Have plenty. So, yeah, always so. got to have multiple. Um, yeah, so then I started serving, and then I ended up being a bartender. Stayed there, finished out school. Yeah, and then I ended up working at LA Fitness, and then I became a assistant director. For personal training. SQL Podcast. If you have listened to this entire journey, <laughs> it's been nothing but of being aware, being extremely disciplined. Yeah. That's what I've taken away from all of this. Mm-hmm. Even with the guy coming in the picture and breaking your heart. Yeah. And you know, for a typical lie that a lot of ladies would have already compromised and gone back to, you didn't do that. Yeah. So I just want to salute you Thanks. for being so open mm-hmm. and sharing that. I want to take a quick break. We want to come back 
I want you to go over the certifications that you have. Mm -hmm. I want you to share your first personal training experience, right? And what okay. the client was like, because okay. we have some clients here. And I want to hear some good story. You know, I want to hear a bad experience. I want to hear a good experience. Okay. All right. It's your podcast. Or Rosenberg, <laughs> Leandra, fitness coach. Stay tuned. One. Escura podcast, Core Rosenberg here, kicking back with Leandro. And that's what I was talking about. I was waiting <laughs> for the, the, the Patterson Police Department. They're so reliable. And <laughs> I, I call it ambient noise because we need it. Uh. It actually validates where we are. Yeah. And of course, just as I said, the minute we hit slate, the pizza guy's calling. So we're going to take a quick break so I can go get this pizza. I'll be right back up with these messages. One. Escura podcast, Core Rosenberg here. As we get ready to wrap up with my phenomenal guest, Leandra, the fitness coach. As a matter of fact, I love calling you the fitness coach, you know, because to be fit doesn't mean physically, it means across every genre, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? And I'm very passionate because when we took you through the journey, I wanted everybody to understand your walk to where you are now. Mm -hmm. And we did that journey. Growing up in a, in, a, in a family household with nothing but girls. Mm -hmm. And I think if that one, salute goes to your dad yeah. on that one. <laughs> Two, being a tomboy. And also owning that, yeah. you know, because I'm pretty sure when somebody says, oh, you're so rough, you're probably like, yeah, that's me. I'm the tough one. Mm -hmm. Going through high school, I wouldn't say being ostracized, but being comfortable mm -hmm. being ostracized yep. and developing the confidence from that. Excelling in track, into college, a little bit of falling in love, mm. <laughs> right? The transition from that propelled you into health and fitness graduated certified LA fitness mm -hmm. personal training yeah we are here ladies and gentlemen cracking in could you share with me one of your best experiences as a personal trainer mm -hmm. I could honestly say one one of my first best experiences was actually my first I guess in trial with personal training I was in training and half of the team quit uh, my team was actually all women half of them quit and I was in the building by myself and this 300 and something pound man came in has been shot two knee replacements everything that could possibly be wrong with a person was wrong with him and I had to train him this was my first time training somebody ever one-on-one -on -one. and you remember his name just give me his first name oh nope okay I'll take uh that. nope I'm no, I respect the honesty. <laughs> you could have made something up, yeah. Glenn, Rob, but I respect that. Nah. So go ahead. This 300-pound guy walk in. Yeah, he was 300 and something pounds. And, um, yeah, I had to take him upstairs. Uh, his wife was there. She wanted to lose weight as well, but his everything was depending on him losing weight, his life, um, his health, everything, um, even his ability to walk. If he didn't lose weight in the next few days, really, it was over. He had to. He couldn't walk anymore. Um so I had to take him upstairs, and I just had to wing it, figure it out. Whatever I could get him to do, just get him to do it. Just move. Mm -hmm. And when I tell you, just watching him over the course of three, I'll say three months, my first three months, he actually started to lose weight. The most beautiful experience. But I knew I didn't want to do be personal, be a personal trainer for myself at that moment because it was too personal mm. for me. Yeah, wow. I wasn't ready. What about one of your worst experiences? Mm hmm. One of my worst experiences, I think, would have to be when my client really believed that she could not do something and broke down and cried in front of me because she really genuinely felt like she could not do it. 
that is enough to break you as a person, not even just as a trainer or as somebody as a motivator. Yeah. But just watching into somebody's eyes and them saying, I cannot do this is like, but you can do this, you know? It's deep. Wow. Yeah. Wow. Fascinating. Escrow podcast. And I really paused on that because that was a vulnerable moment for both her and you. Mm -hmm. That's what it sounded like. Yeah. It validated, do you want to keep doing this? Yeah. Because here's the worst type of client, almost, who's mentally telling themselves they can't do this. Mm -hmm. Fighter movement. Oh. Talk about it. Small baby. Uh, I think fighter movement definitely started with just the people that I was around and as well as myself. Uh, so fighter movement kind of turned into two different branches. It turned into a nonprofit where we work with children. So we also, we started working with um, Newark um, College and Youth Affairs. That was our first event. We did like a fit and fill. So we worked out with the kids, taught them a lot about health. We brought in um, a team called Girls on Bikes. They taught them how to build bikes, things like that. Taught them the importance of working out. Um, just everything that has to do with health and wellness and overall wellness. And then the other part of uh, fighter movement is the umbrella of wellness, wealth, and wisdom. So the huge thing that we coach is, you know, it's not about the perfect body. It's not about who's better at what or who has what. It's about, you know, where you are in your journey and appreciating where you are at this very moment and mm -hmm. owning that the same way I had to own my you know, the fact that I was black and I like to take showers and I don't wash my hair every day is <laughs> the same thing. Um, so I, I definitely try to teach and encourage even my clients wellness, wealth and wisdom. <clears throat> yeah. Double, triple, quadruple jewels being dropped right now. <laughs> fighter movement. How could they, somebody tap into that if they wanted to? Yeah. Fightermovement.com. We also have social media as well. Um, we also try to get people to volunteer into different things. So we try to reach into uh, all recreational centers in different areas. So that way people can go in and they can get involved with their communities a little bit more because there's so many opportunities, especially cities like here in Patterson. And I know Newark, they have so many different programs and grants and all kinds of things that people could get involved in. And it really helps them a lot. And people don't even realize it. As we get ready to close the, question I ask all my guests I have the magic wand mm -hmm. I give it to you you have two wishes two. only two wishes okay. one of your wish can't be ten more wishes Aye. you have two wishes what would you do your first wish go Ooh, uh, my first wish would be to improve overall mental health for everybody mm. definitely that's powerful like, that to just be an on and off switch like I want that to be something that people really um, be, are able to control um, and then two no stress about money I feel like money <laughs> money stresses everybody out that's just enough there's too much of it we could print it you know yeah. uh, money definitely creates a lot of problems and a lot of great experiences as well so more money Escura <laughs> Podcast Gore Rosenberg Leandra the fitness coach confidence coach mm. co-founder of the fighter movement making a lot of impact out here in the world. Ladies and gentlemen, what you're hearing and what you're seeing is a young lady who not only knew her lane, stayed in her lane, developed her lane, but is now making an impact by serving and doing to others. Young kids growing up in Newark, Patterson, and all around other New Jersey. Thank you so much for tuning in. Leandra, it, it was <laughs> been an honor Thank to you. sit across from you. Thank My you pleasure. so much for Thank being here. Thank you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, check us out on our SoundCloud, on our YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. We're going to chop this up, post this ASAP so you can tap into this. Listen to this, apply it to your life.
and make a difference. SQL Podcast, my guest, Leandro, fitness coach, one.